And so, at beginnings of anything like this meditation, there's a sense of anticipation, fear of what lies on the other side of the threshold. sometimes unable to see, to soothe our mind and its fear. But there's nowhere to go behind us. That moment, that liminal moment of crossing the threshold Step one reads We admitted we were powerless over alcohol and that our lives were unmanageable. The word admitted here, so close to the word powerless, almost certainly connotes a defeat, a surrender, an admission being the revelation of some secret And when finally forced to a moment of crisis and decision-making, the question is asked, sometimes silently, do you have anything to admit? The word connotes that what will be brought to light is guilt-ridden or somehow covered in shame, explaining why it was hidden away. We confessed that we were powerless. We reluctantly admitted that we were powerless. With resignation and a deep, heavy sigh. We admitted that we were fucked. And yet here, at that beginning, that step one, on that threshold, maybe an admission 
is the word to describe crossing that threshold and through a new door. Maybe this alcoholism, this unmanageability wasn't hidden away. Simply it was so dark in the previous room that we occupied, murky, full of half-truths, confusion, and obsession of the mind, an allergy of the body. So many objects that go bump in the night, impossible to see clearly what's the real problem. And then maybe here we're admitted into a new space, flooded with brilliant sunlight. So perhaps admitting powerlessness doesn't need to be guilt-ridden or shameful. It's simply a matter of coming to a place, a room with a bunch of sober alcoholics, coming to a place and crossing a threshold where there's light, both visually and in the chest, a lightheartedness. Yes, we see the disease of alcoholism There's a solution. And even, even if the way forward is unknown, and we more trip into the room, trip into the admission of powerlessness, There's still a tumbling forward. And it's like this with meditation. Whether beginner or experienced, there's always a beginning. We sit down and shift and make sure that we have a stable but calm and relaxed posture. It takes a little while, sometimes a 
find the right spot straight away. That transition from finding a bit of physical comfort to sit with, and then where do we go? What's next? We've sat down, we've done all the things suggested. We sat down in a comfortable position, found a silent or near-silent place where we won't be disturbed. And then we sit and wonder, well, what happens next? What is meditation about? Why am I trying to do something that I'm not even sure what will, what will come of it? And this is where meditation Just like the word admitted. This is where meditation can feel like a burden, some kind of punishment, or some kind of should. I'm doing this because Everyone says meditation is necessary and leads to more peace and serenity. Just better people in general. But who the hell knows? After we get comfortable and we're on that threshold, how do we go forward? when we don't know what the road looks like. So this is some of the excitement that meditation can represent, just like the first step. It's likely that if first coming into the program and encountering the first step for the first time, it doesn't feel exciting. It often feels bewildering, frightening, maybe even just temporary. Maybe just until I get my circumstances in order and then it won't matter so much if I have a little to drink. But once we've been admitted into the room with bright light and laughter, going backwards, back across that threshold, that seems like a punishment now. This new way of life is designed for living. It is an adventure, just like meditation. 
And we often fear what comes to mind during meditation. Again, somehow regarding what's unknown, what's inside of us, as being inherently bad, shameful, terrifying. But what if that darkness, the unknown that lies ahead, both in meditation and in sobriety, what if that darkness, that unknowability, is actually the source of the light that fills this new world? The source of the light is dark. The senses I rely on for knowledge, for understanding, mostly to soothe fear. In this admission of powerlessness, there's a casting off of a need to know, a very simple admission, I'm powerless over alcohol and my life is unmanageable. I don't know what life will look like. I don't know what might come to mind in a meditation or seize my heart and make my skin tingle with emotion. I don't know what something in me calls me forward. famous statue of Atlas holding earth on his shoulders, bowing under the weight of the earth, almost on one knee, straining with mythological muscles to keep order, to keep the earth upright. Just imagine if that atlas were told you're powerless over that heavy weight. You can let go, can step out from underneath this oppressive thing that became so familiar that it replaced all life in the days where just pressure, darkness, pain, constant running, 
no rest, bewilderment, pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization, and suddenly someone in a bright room extends their hand and says, you don't need to carry that any longer. We are powerless over alcohol, and our lives were unmanageable. And yet from this admission of powerlessness, there's a sturdy, rooted life full of spontaneity, of joy, surprises, adventure. And this could be a meditation practice as well. Simply let go. To watch as that familiar and endless stream of thoughts seem to come out of nowhere. During the day and when distracted, listening to the thoughts, they always seem so coherent, so tied to something else that was being told or understood. And yet in those moments right before sleep, when the thoughts begin to lose their momentum, we start to see some cracks between the words. And they're no longer telling a story. And through the cracks, we can start to see the stillness of sleep coming closer. The silence between the words begins to grow. The more we practice this quieting of our bodies and minds, the longer those spaces between words, those spaces between thoughts become. Whatever moves, such as the stream of thinking, has to move against an immovable background, a background of silence, a background of stillness. And then the words seem to wander in from nowhere. And the thoughts deprived of our attention, just wander away.
there's less and less interest in the thoughts because they make less and less sense when we see how random they appear and disappear. And so it's like our disease. Once we have a clear look the nature of our disease, the character defects that arise to protect what we have or to gain what we think we need, the self-centeredness, the fear especially. Once having a clear look at these through the work of the 12 steps ahead, less and less we find that those old ways of living, those old tools, begin to lose their attraction like the thoughts once our attention is withdrawn from them. And so, the first step needn't be one of dismal prognosis or guarantee of a boring and disciplined life, the admission of powerlessness. allows a creativity, a power, a love, and tender care, sometimes the challenge of step one, is to make this admission with our entire hearts, without perhaps seeing the results of such surrender, for it may take time in early sobriety to begin to see the changes that those around you likely will notice first. And so by taking step one, we've already shown the willingness and the faith to move forward into a new way of living, to prepare the ground for our meeting with a higher power. In the personally unique definition in relationship with that higher power. 